seen that Sean Mendez video go fucking watch it just look up Sean Mendez hey people but hey bitches so well and I say that with love by the way with love and like mutual respect I'm probably gonna get on your nerves today we're gonna be talking about fears my fears your fears I asked the question on my story and I know you're probably thinking like bitch didn't you just fucking ask that Yes, um, I wanted to do a last minute episode because, as you can tell, I'm clearly in a silly, goofy mood today. And I just felt like doing something kind of funny. It's just the vibe. And the episode that I was going to drop this week it is basically me giving you all the tips and tricks of how to start a podcast. That was so serious. Ugh. You know... That was so serious, and so I just wanted to, I don't fucking know, I'm not, I, I don't have to explain shit, I'm just kidding, Um, I really just don't have an explanation. <laughs> that right there is so embarrassing. Part of me, like, wants to cut that out, but part of me also wants to leave that in, so that way you guys can see, like, the person that you are listening to every other thursday because this bitch literally cannot just fucking post for like two consecutive weeks like yeah i'm sorry you know and being this wonderful and amazing and hardworking, it it, it is really just it's a full-time job <laughs> it's a full-time job uh but yeah anyway so i asked a question on my story <laughs> like a few hours ago and i had asked you guys what your fears were to kind of give you guys like a general idea of the fears to kind of like tell me i gave a few of mine and so the ones that i provided as examples were public speaking because <laughs> for one i'm sorry but i when it comes to public speaking and there's so many eyeballs looking at me, I'm I'm like a deer in fucking headlights. I, I, you are getting nothing out of me. There's this one time where I was... Okay, so in elementary school, we would um, have like spelling, like spelling tests every week to kind of gauge where we were. Um, you know, see who basically who was the best spellers in the class. And uh, I just so happened to be one of them, you know, and the teacher, my teacher had mentioned that there was a spelling bee happening. And because of my previous grade, she thinks that I should participate in it. So initially, me being so young, I'm like, yeah. Heck yes. I love to spell. Spelling is a f my one of my favorite things to do. 
The more that I started to think about it, you know, I went home to my mom. She was telling everybody, especially and I and when moms do that, it is so interesting. It is so interesting because they tend to blow it up. And like my family probably thought I was going on national television the way that my mom was telling these people that I was going on a spelling bee. Um, yeah, it was in the lunchroom. The entire school was there. Absolutely. Guys, I wanted to murder myself. I've never in my life wanted to murder myself. And I, I know from a young age, you know, you usually don't have those thoughts. I definitely did. And I can tell you that now. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you why. Like, you're probably thinking, like, girl, you, it's just a spelling bee. Like, what the fuck could could you have done? You are going to, you might look at me differently after I tell you the story. And that's okay. Like, honestly, it's okay. So first round, right? The first two people go. It's my turn. So spelling bee, you know, you walk up to the microphone, the judges or whatever. There's like four people right before like right in front of the crowd before the crowd started there was a fucking sea of eyes like a sea of eyes it looked like oh my god it looked like if the school the entire like monsters university student council was like literally if the lights were off and their eyeballs were just open that is exactly what my brain pictured that as when I was standing on that stage. So my heart is beating out of my chest. I'm starting to sweat. My hands are getting clammy. Knees weak. Arms are heavy. And they tell me to spell lamp. Now, at this time, um, like I said, you know, I was panicking slightly. I, like, how do I say this without making myself seem like a little wimp? Because I feel like that's either way. But anywho, um, (laughs) I didn't hear her. So I asked her to use it in a sentence in front of the whole fucking school. I was like, can you use it in a sentence? And I'm so nervous. I I get what she said. Like, obviously, it's the fucking, it's the word lamp, you know? And... I literally opened my mouth, looked into her eyes the best I could. I said, L-A-N-P. And she's like, I'm sorry, but you're out. I was like, what? She was like, you said L-A-N-P. I was like, and in my head, I was just so crushed because I thought that I had said L-A-M-P. But because I was in a, I had myself in a, chokehold on stage and I couldn't breathe and you know I'm I'm probably sure I communicated it as l-a-n-p hated myself literally was so embarrassing so embarrassing (laughs) such an interesting experience but yeah that's also why I say public speaking very long story so sorry it's totally uncalled for but public speaking i'm sorry and we'll just never do it i i will do it before i went on my little tangent i was telling you guys my examples so public speaking sinkholes and seeing a family member naked on accident biggest fears for me i had asked you guys (laughs) that question 
these are quite interesting and I'm just going to read to you. I haven't checked these in a second. So let's see. Somebody said their biggest fear is roaches and having a man that won't let me eat his ass. Um, But no, roaches are absolutely fucking terrifying. I can't. mm -mm. But yeah, somebody said bugs, broke men, being alone. Their biggest fear is being alone. Listen to my episode, Who Are You When You Are Alone? That motherfucker was a hitter. Somebody said people. Same. Same. Somebody had said that their biggest fear is drowning and heights and clowns. My mom is terrified of clowns. She always has been. I've always loved to scare her with clown things. So I'm so sorry. Um, When it comes to heights, I, I have something to tell you. And if you didn't know this about me, it's probably because I don't have it posted on my page like that. You probably have to like click through my story highlights. But I went skydiving. I went skydiving. I shared it. I went for my great-grandfather's birthday. He wanted to go skydiving, and me and my brother, we decided to go with him. And uh, (laughs) leading up to it, I was probably, I was so, let me just, this is a whole story. Once I was told that my great-grandfather wanted to go skydiving, I immediately said yes, because yes, double. So, especially because my brother was doing it too. I love my brother. I literally want to be my brother. So, you know, I did it. (laughs) It's getting closer, right? And I'm like starting to do more research. And at the time, I was starting, as I was doing research, I was like, what is the ideal like weight? You know? So, eventually... I fill out the form, and on the form, it talks about the weight, which is a question that I had been asking myself, but couldn't really, like, find a good answer to on Google. And turns out, I fall right at the, like, weight limit for this, like, this thing. And it was 214 pounds. So I was like, fuck. I could be safe, but, you know, I want to lose 35 pounds so that way I ensure my safety, right? So what do I do? I go to the doctor and I get weight loss medication that sends me into an emotional spiral. I'm I'm at my deepest, darkest moment i'm having like videos on my macbook of me crying and just talking about my feelings and it's like four like 40 minute videos and it's like different occasions too i was so down bad and it wasn't because i you know i didn't want to lose weight or anything it was because the medication like i'm not even kidding that medication turned me into a completely different person it was scary but i did lose weight a bitch lost the weight and I jumped out of the sky. And I have to tell y'all this. So, driving up there, I felt nothing. I felt absolutely nothing. I was numb. I was reading a book about attachment styles. I was, 
I was just trying to do me, you know, not even trying to think about it. So we get there and they're prepping us. They're kind of explaining everything. We're getting into the suits and all that. They ask us to try and use the bathroom, even if we don't feel like we have to, because they don't want us to shit ourselves. They literally said that. Yeah, so we went to use the bathroom and everything, and then they partnered us up, right? So my brother, he gets this, like, long, skinny dude. My grandpa, he gets this, like, kind of shorter, like, younger guy. And then there goes me. Telling the story just, like, cracks me up. But, like, okay. I get matched up with this guy who looks... Hmm. Who looks like he was maybe about six months pregnant. And there's a reason why we were partnered together. Why? Because we are two big-boned people. Yeah. And, you know, I wasn't thinking anything of it. It was just going to be interesting, right? So he is telling me, you know, how we're going to work together. And I'm going to be attached to the front of him, right? So he was like, you know, you're probably going to have to arch your back a little bit. <laughs> yeah, when I when I press my back up against this man, I had to arch my back against his belly, bro. It was intense. It was so intense. And we hooked ourselves together and we practiced taking off, right? And taking off, I was going to have to put my right leg out of the fucking plane. And I was going to be, I was going to hold both of our weight on my right leg, dangling out of this plane while he's holding on to the plane. And he's on my back, mind you. And so, yeah, so that's my, that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing. Anywho, back is arched as fuck. I literally feel like it was, it was kind of therapeutic in a way. It was really stretching out my, my back. (laughs) I'll tell you that. I jump out, I'm screaming. Yeah, but listen, I don't even remember hearing any sound. And I, I really wonder if I blacked out. Because I really don't remember any sound. But I remember when we had gotten to the bottom, he was like, can I tell you something? I was like, yeah. Okay. Were you about to say maybe we just almost died or something? No. So he tells me that he has never heard anybody scream as loud and as long as I did. And he was like, but that's a good thing because I didn't have to remind you to breathe. Like, I knew you were breathing because you were screaming. And I just want, I just want everybody to know, like, in moments like that, you should just take it. Just take it. I decided. And I, you know, I am now known as the skyscraper. I can't even say it. I'm now known as the Sky Screamer. So that's me. If you ever if you ever hear of the Sky Screamer, just know that's me. After that long ass story, I totally, totally get you, girl, when you say heights, cause bit I was for real. 
As for the other fears, we're about to get into the rest of them. So being buried alive is somebody else's fear. Do you guys remember seeing those TV shows? I wonder, I don't know if they were on MTV, but they were these extreme challenge TV shows where it was like, I'm not sure if it was couples, but it was men and women who would do like extreme challenges, like physical challenges to win money. And they were always being like submerged in cockroaches, beetles, caterpillars. And then they would also be buried alive on there. Somebody else said they have a fear of never making it in life, dying of regret and being looked down. Those are really, really good ones. Like, and I'm not saying that and you know, but I'm just saying I know that those are things that many, many, many people are feeling right now. And that's completely valid. But I'm going to share with you guys a little piece of my mind. Just so you can see that, like how my brain operates when it comes to that. Having a fear of never making it in life, I used to feel the same thing. I felt like... If I didn't do certain things a certain way, the way that I had planned them out or, you know, the way that I had told people I was going to do it, then I wasn't going to make it in life and I wasn't going to do anything. And I just like I didn't I didn't have anything, basically. And. One thing that I really had to grasp when it came to that was. I think when you really begin to live life for yourself and not for anybody else that you might feel pressured to and let you know whether it's parents, friends, your social status, whatever is pressuring you to feel like you should be pursuing something that you really truly do not want to pursue, get rid of that. First of all, but don't 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 do it. Don't waste your time doing that. Life is so short. And I've said this before. You only have one life guaranteed. So bitch, you better fucking use it. You better use it. And you better use it to make decisions that you want to make. That you know you will truly follow through with and that you will enjoy. The way that I used to think about that was... Even if I don't make it in life, I pursued a life that I wanted to live and that was me trying. I think trying is a beautiful thing because yes, you fail, but you also succeed. And in those moments, I've always said before that, you know, when you're hurt, you learn more. So when you fail and you're hurt, you're learning so much more. So that way, when you succeed, you really feel all the information that you've soaked up, all the failure that you felt to get you to where you are now, you know? And you really have to look at it like that. The whole purpose in life is to live the human experience. We are all here living completely different human experiences. Enjoy it. You're on your path. For real, like you are on your path. Any kind of experience, regardless of what you do, is a great one. Why? Because you're living. And this is such a unique thing. I sound so crazy. (laughs) The human experience is a beautiful thing, and I think that we all need to take advantage of that. 
and don't think just do when it comes to your plans (laughs) y'all when it comes to your plans i have a list of fears in my notes um so i i was only gonna read off a few of those um (laughs) i'm gonna read you some of the notes i have a section or like a little note in my notes app where it is lays high thoughts I won't say how long I've been writing in this because I really genuinely I really don't know um but I bookmark things in my head and when I get home from doing something I'll type it in so that way when I go to sleep I don't have to like you know remember it because it takes up a lot of brain space to try and like bookmark something for later while you're like hanging out with somebody yeah anyways so I'm gonna read you some of the shit that I've said on here First of all, starting with the fears, because that's what we, we came here to do. One of my fears includes when someone you made plans with unexpectedly brings a guest or guests. Yeah, I feel like I am an introverted extrovert. Like if being around people doesn't energize me in any kind of way, it kind of just drains me. But that doesn't mean I like absolutely hate human interaction and like i'm horrible at it i'm really good at it and i think when most people meet me they don't think that i am an introvert it really just starts to show the longer we become friends but yeah i i really don't have a problem talking to people i can hold conversations very well i'm a very good listener if i'm if we schedule a time to hang out i'm preparing myself to hang out with you not you and somebody else that's that's a whole other personality that i you know that was like mainly a problem in high school i'm not even gonna lie to you i don't think i've ever had an experience since then Uh, another one is this one is so sad throwing an event and no one shows there was a time where my mom had prepped like a whole birthday party for me she got balloons she got tables and everything We ordered food, had cake and everything, and my mom had put together goodie bags. It was so cute, and I invited my whole class to my birthday, and nobody showed up. Like, when I tell you that story, I don't want you to feel sad. This is not a pity party. It, It built me into the bad bitch that I am now. A bitch with trust issues, who can't rely on people, who doesn't even really like to be around people you know it 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 just it's just who i am but yeah uh sinkholes i did i did say that one but i didn't really explain it that much because i feel like it's kind of self-explanatory like sinkholes the fucking ground is falling in so when you think of the ground or at least when i think of the ground i'll say that because i i wouldn't even do that to you that i feel like that's kind of an insult to you so so sorry but i think of the ground as a solid thing like a constantly solid thing always solid rock hard not jiggly doesn't even move you know and so the idea of the ground moving earthquakes are terrifying i just they're not as terrifying as sinkholes to me like sinkholes where the fuck is the bottom of them where is the bottom of them and it's just like it's so unsettling that there are people out there that live 
near areas that are known to have sinkholes. And it just blows me that they they know this and they just live there and enjoy life. Now, I get that I was just telling you guys on a previous episode, you know, don't let fear stop you. Don't don't do that. No, let fear stop you. Let fe- you, please save your life. Any natural disaster is going to literally cause a natural disaster in my pants. I'm not kidding. Earthquake, tsunami, especially tsunami. Don't even play with me. Please do not play with me. I am weak. I am vulnerable. There is just no way I would be able to survive a tsunami. I don't care how high up I am. The fact that I am seeing it like come towards me and I'm I'm absolutely helpless. I can't do anything. And it's just not even that. It's just like there's going to be so much death and injury around me. I would simply like to not just exist anymore in that case. Can I just like poof, be gone? I feel like you guys are really starting to see the type of person I am. I don't have an explanation for you. Those are my fears. And yeah, I... But I'm going to remind, I'm going to remind y'all, I really only conquered one fear and I don't foresee myself conquering any other fears that I have. There are people out there who constantly make it a thing to conquer their fears and I, hey, hats off to them, but it's not me. It is not me. I will, I'll be staying scared. I'll stay scared real bad. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to Getting Blunt with your girl, Lay Rain. I am so excited. I'm trying to integrate video into my podcasting thing. I have my camera. I have a Canon Rebel T7 and that's what I'll be filming with. And I also have my tripod and everything and my setup. My setup is real cute. I can't wait for you guys to see it. But um, while I'm trying to get that figured out, I I will just stick to the regular podcast, you know, with no video. And yeah, you same old, same old. And so y'all can see this beautiful face while we talk about funny shit. Next episode, though, is going to be coming out next Thursday. And that is going to be on how to start your own podcast if you want to. Well, do I wanted to do that so that way I can just keep it there. Because I've had so many people ask me how to start a podcast. And I type the same paragraph every single time. But I feel like a paragraph is not enough. And I feel like you guys deserve a full explanation. And I feel like it is only right to do that as an episode. So that one has already been uh, recorded. Like I said, I just want to do something a little bit more fun this week. And then next week, do that while I work on trying to get video. Um, But yeah, thank you guys so much. And I appreciate you and I love you. Make sure to leave a review, share, and don't forget to download the podcast. Uh, Yeah, thank you, babies. Love you. Bye.